0: You are listening to Amina Amso Network Podcast. Hi Welcome to the Amina Amso Network Podcast, a brand new season, brand new episode, and a brand new conversation. It's good to be back. And today I have with me leadership coach and friend, Andy Rolston, and a new guest. You can see her already if you're watching a video. That's right. We are on video. She's ambitious, a mother, a pharmacist, and a friend. Her name is Angelica. Hi, Angelica. Kia ora. Ko talofa. Talofa, welcome. So good to have you both on the show.
1: Great to be here, Mina. Once again.
0: Yes, Angelica, yeah. especially welcome to the show. We met last year at work, and we've been talking about many projects that we want to do. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Finally, we made it. So welcome, uh, welcome again, and um, Andy, welcome. Yes, back to the show. You um, have probably been busy over the summer and uh, enjoying the break I hope
1: I have I was busy relaxing and so um, one thing I've learned in New Zealand particularly is everyone shuts down so there's not a lot you can do because everyone's in holiday mode so you might as well take a break as well so we did enjoy relaxing
0: yes Yes. and I'm sure Angelica you also enjoyed some ones over the
2: summer yep Um, just been working and hanging out with Mateo um, just, just being flexible, I guess, because yes. things like close due to COVID and then open again. So just being flexible, enjoying the summer, enjoying the sun, going to the beach. So yeah, I've really enjoyed my summer so far.
0: Yeah, same. I actually enjoyed it so much, and um, I can only confess though I went to the beach once and uh, swam. So that's not good enough. Uh, I've still got like February and March to to increase that quota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't manage to get good suntan, which is now fading away because we look like we're having a cyclone today. So yeah. um, I really hope that we kind of have the holiday mode, but we still bike to work. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my hope. But anyway, welcome to our fifth season. I'm so excited about all the conversation that we're going to have. Now, this episode, uh, we're talking about reaching your potential uh your full potential and not only part of the potential you know like we have to be intentional about the potential and that really rhymes doesn't it well it's well and good that we want to progress and you know we want to be wonderful and everything and be a good human being but where is intentionality fits in into all that like how does it actually happen and so intentionality i was um chatting to both of you guys earlier um while we're planning this episode, it actually helps us understand the importance and purpose of our bigger vision. So intentionality helps you understand the importance and purpose of your bigger vision and directs your mind and actions to help you achieve it. Like an intentional focus uh, gives you greater clarity around what you want and takes the guesswork out of where to invest your time and focus. What does that mean for you guys? Like, when you think about intentionality, like, um, how does that, like, does that exist at the moment in your lives, Andy?
1: Yeah, for me, it does very much. It's kind of almost part of my everyday life at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so I have things I write down every day that I want to be intentional about. And so it all sounds, you know, like I'm this super cool, you know, great guy. I'm focused and and onto it. But as you mentioned before, Mina, mm-hmm. mean, it doesn't happen every day. But mm-hmm. I've practice it, uh, and uh, the more you practice it, the more it becomes a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I, I find you've got to write things down because if you don't, uh, you it's too easy to forget. Mm-hmm. And you get through the day, and you're not really focused on it. And I suppose what it really means for me is when. Intentionality means that you're aware, and when you're aware of what needs to change or what you need to focus on, then you can make conscious decisions. And I think for me, intentionality is about making conscious decisions mm-hmm. rather than un- unconscious decisions.
0: What are your thoughts, um, Angelica, about that? Like, what are
2: you, or <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, so for me, um, intention. Intentionality is like, is something that um, I've become. I've was introduced to maybe a few years ago. Um, It's something that I try and practice every morning because, like Andy said, it's something that sometimes doesn't come naturally. You just got to keep at it, practice at it. Um, Mm. So I try and do it every morning as part of my morning practice. Um, it kind of sets the day up for me, mm. um, and it's not always like a desired outcome, like a particular goal. It's Sometimes it's a state of being, because um, for me, it's like mm. whatever happens externally, I want to be at a certain state internally, whatever happens. So if it's I want a day, I don't know what the day will like will be like ahead of me in the pharmacy it can be crazy it can be chaotic um but for me it's like if I want to remain calm collected that's the kind of energy I want to be at when I'm throughout my whole day regardless Mm -hmm. of what happens and that doesn't just always happen easily like it's something you're going to aim for and practice every morning yeah yeah
0: awesome well You know, I recently finished uh, reading a book by author um, and leadership coach, John Maxwell. Uh, He called um, this book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, a personal growth. And I love this book so much. And I had an amazing um, opportunity to study this book with Andy. Um, He ran a um, 12-week, was it Andy, Um, book study um, mastermind course. Um, and how long was it again? (laughs) 10
1: weeks, I think. 10 weeks.
0: Yeah. And we went through this book and discussed it and he led this um, opportunity for us. So it was an amazing, um, chance to unpack this book, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And by the way, you can actually also be part of this, um, mastermind group. Um, if you check out Andy's work, there'll be links on the bottom, um, bottom, uh, description. So, I love this book so much that I thought we've got to. I, I really want it to be part of uh, season five because it, it uh, provides like an awesome framework of our discussion and conversation. And by the way, if you're listening, I think you should be um, getting this book. And I'll leave a link. Uh, just click on it and you can buy it either an audio book or a paperback. Because when you read this book while we're chatting, especially in this. Um, season you'll understand a lot of what we're talking about and we also spoke heaps about um, the work that uh, john maxwell has done and about personal growth last season and i'd love for you to check out the last season so season four on on spotify because it'll actually provide like a little baseline for what we're going to talk about uh in season five so Um, when I hear the word intentionality, like I think, okay, I want to do this. I'm intentional about it, so I'm actually going to just want it, make an effort, and try it again. But like I read about somewhere, I read about intentionality. That means that I have a clear purpose and an intentional, intentionally talking about something, intentionally thinking about it, and intentionally taking action and like acting upon the feelings and thoughts of what i'm going through and that's really important so when i have an intentional focus i choose to live and create a life um that has a clear purpose and is meaningful and exciting so like andy was saying choosing uh consciously like choosing to take action on the things that are important to me so when you like, I know we kind of asked you a little bit, but Angelica, when you hear the word intentionality, what comes to mind? How would you like define it in your own words?
2: Yeah, I had purposefulness. That's that was my top, um, top kind of closest thing I can think of, um, or direction, um, some kind of forceful energy within us mm. that drives us to do what we want to do drives us behind our intentions. So yeah, those are the kind of words that came to mind.
0: Purposefulness. Cool. What about you, um, Andy?
1: Yeah, I like that word purposefulness, uh, because that's really, it really is what it's about. When I think intentionality, uh, I like the word, yeah, I still like the word conscious because for me, Mm -hmm. I need to be in that conscious state. In order to put those things into action, and so, uh, focus is another word I like to use. With uh, when I'm intentional, I become focused uh, on that very thing. Mm.
0: Yeah, because like um, there, there would be a time in our lives where we were super intentional about something, and we like went out there and got it, or were intentional about it. And there were other things in life that weren't so intentional and I want to unpack you know in your experience in life what were those places Um, and it's so helpful to to share our stories because whoever is listening thinking well what does that look like so what does actually life look like for you um I'll get back to you, Angelica about like what does life look like for you when you are intentional when you're living a purposeful life and you can actually take a cross section of your life so it could be career or it could be a relationship so I'd love to hear about what life is like what what does it look like for you when you are intentional
2: um it's more like a feeling in, a, in my thought processes so like when I'm living intentionally I feel organized in my mind I feel um like my energy as well um, like I'm using my energy, my energy wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like um, I'm achieving something. Um, yeah, and I feel more positive because I feel like I know which direction I'm wanting to head into, and um, it's like a constant reminder of um, where how I want to be or where I want to be. Um, mm. And I'm less react. I'm like not. I'm. Tr- I try not to be reactive. I try to be, like, the observer of situations or conversations rather than just reacting um, emotionally, like, being mm-hmm. the observer and then responding in, like, an intentional way, so. Yeah.
0: yeah. What 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 sort of thing that you can remember in your life when you were very intentional? What <laughs> you on the spot there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I constantly set intentions before I go to work because I know I know work can be just really unpredictable, and you just come across so many different types of people that can really trigger you emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's nothing, I don't, I don't. It's nothing personal, but it's just it can feel really personal when you know things like that happen. So I just mm-hmm. set intentions um, that I'm gonna have a good day, I'm gonna stay calm, all those kind of things, and then when I get to work. Instead of reacting to people, reacting to situations, I kind of take a step back and be like, "Hey, like this is happening, but I can still remain calm. I can still, you know, not react, think clearly, um, and just respond in a way where I can still remain calm. My emotions are, I'm not responding emotionally. Just Mm. trying to keep that state of um, what I intended for that day, basically being positive and um, a state of just keeping um, the whole area around me area around me, calm, sort of thing, a sense of calmness.
0: Mm. Um, so being calm is just, really important. It's like a detection for yeah. you almost that if you are in, in a calm space, um, peaceful space, you know that you are in this zone of purposefulness or you're just purposefully being good at work.
2: Mm. yeah yeah just like yeah you've just got to be able to respond to people in a way where you're not firing back your um, you know you can't fight fire with fire you've just gotta respond in a way where you don't um, get triggered yourself but mm. you can remain calm and have clear thoughts Now I reckon that so that's important for me I, because yeah it's not it doesn't actually yeah.
0: I reckon that actually helps towards your personal growth, doesn't it? It actually increases mm-hmm. um, or develops you as a person, right? You're saying you don't want to react to someone who might be might be triggering you in a certain way, and you think, well, no, mm. I'm going to keep calm. So it's actually a real background work. you're like you're personally you're growing, and that's because mm. your purpose being a. There's like a real purpose to what you're trying to do at work. And that's like creating character in your way. Yeah. 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 That is beautiful. Awesome. What about you, Andy? What are your thoughts?
1: Oh, look, I think there's a couple of situations I think about my intentionality. And certainly when I was younger, Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted – and I've talked about this before. My very first book I read on personal growth was How to Win Friends and Influence People. And Mm. it kind of changed my life in terms of having the conversation. And I remember going to different network situations where I was in large groups of people. I was really introverted and found it really difficult to talk to people. And so Mm. if if I think about intentionality, I had to learn the skill of networking and talking to people. And so what I did was whenever I went to a group or a situation where i found myself with a, a group of people i was prepared before i went so i was intentional about what i was going to do i had questions i was going to ask to engage people and so it, it, i guess it made me really focused and the more I did it, the easier it got. And so now I can go into a room and strike up a conversation, you know, without thinking because I practiced that. But I had to be really intentional about that when I went. I just couldn't go and then think, Oh, I should talk to somebody. You know, it's like I had to be prepared. And so I found uh without that preparation, you know, um, I'd probably still struggle. And I think I think a lot of people they just tend to go into situations without preparing. So intentionality is preparing for that thing. And, and as Angelica said, thinking about her day, what she's how she's going to respond. So, you know, thinking about, you know, your attitude. If you if you have a yeah, problem reacting to situations, then, you know, it's a great thing to think, okay, today I'm not going to react. I'm just going to uh, let it happen, and then I'm going to process it, and then I'm going to respond appropriately. So, uh you know, I think it's a great skill and mm-hmm. to, to pick a skill that you want to or sorry, a choice that you want to develop or work on is a great thing. So and when I talk about that. I've got a, a little a downloadable a book that talks about personal growth and, and John Maxwell talked about having a skill to practice and having a choice to practice. And so being intentional about those things, thinking about what choice could I work on? as mm-hmm. an attitude? Uh, it could be discipline. It could be, you know, a number of things. And uh, it could be just being in the right frame of mind, you know, waking up on the right side of the bed mm-hmm. and thinking today's going to be a good day. And for me, you know, expectation, I, I work hard on just expecting good things to happen to me. So I'm very intentional about my thoughts and try not to let those negative things crowd me. And so um, when you think about it, when you become aware, there's kind of intentionality all around us. And mm-hmm. so uh, the next thing I think is being aware that you need to change, that these areas that you need to work on, and that's the first step. And then when you're aware, then you see those opportunities during the day and you see mm-hmm. the evidence of that projecting itself, and then you can work on it.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I think – Um, For me, I want to work on this year, and this is random, but I want to work on discipline, um, balance, and focus. Um, So these are my three things that I want to be intentional about this year that I've found that are not so on point, maybe. (laughs) But I love what you're saying, Andy. It's great because um, I love your story about learning how to be more more extroverted and more comfortable rather to chat to people and be comfortable in a public situation because it doesn't come easy to everybody and amazing Mm. how far you've come and the fact that you're now leading people to become better people it's amazing what a beautiful journey and how far you've you've come to achieve that so clearly being intentional works and you're
1: an example it does it does work but I still would rather stand in the corner Mina and, uh, and watch <laughs> everyone else so you know just because you develop those skills doesn't mean to say that you know you're still comfortable with it and yeah. so mm. while I practice and I'm at ease at it mm. my natural bent is still to stand in the corner and just watch people
0: yeah and, 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 that's and not fine.
1: communicate but yeah
0: I might come join you in the corner <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Come and talk to me in the corner. That would be much
0: easier. <laughs> you know, um, I, for me, reaching my potential is the goal. I really want to reach the, the highest, truest expression of myself. And I, I heard that, like, phrase from Oprah Winfrey, who's my one of my um, role models, let's say, in certain things. And I want to be the best that I can be as a human being. Um, and I had to be intentional about pursuing journalism at the time, like about five years ago, cause I really felt like pharmacy wasn't really doing it for me and I wasn't really adding a lot to the profession. <laughs> I wasn't really, does I like, I think Angelica feels me right here. <laughs> There's something about pharmacists that, I don't know, they just, they do it for two years and they want out. <laughs> any, any pharmacists out there Give me a holler <laughs> comment if you're a pharmacist. So um, I, I knew that I had to be true to myself and I was like, oh, I can't really do this anymore. Like I, I need to be truest, fullest expression and I don't feel like I'm expressing myself fully in this amazing career, which is going to be fabulous for some people. But it's not quite maybe for me, but I could be wrong. But anyway, so I was like, okay, intentional. I like pursued it. I moved cities I grabbed hold of in- internship um, opportunities in media. I studied journalism. I learned about radio and TV and print and how to write and where to get stories from. And like, it wasn't easy. It wasn't an overnight thing. But I simply decided to do something and I had to make and take a decision and make an action, actually, and just do it. And I thought about it. and I was like, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen? Well... Well, there was no worse, actually. It was the greatest decision that I made. And I just did it, took action, studied, worked, pursued, and continuing to grow. And it actually gave me a lot of confidence to start the podcast and start this media thing online. It's not a media thing. It's like a media media project online because I kind of know and and grew in the skills that um, you know what one would need although you don't need to go to journalism school to start this <laughs> it helps <laughs> to be comfortable speaking on camera and all that kind of thing so that's my little story of when a time in my life where I was intentional about something and it felt amazing what did it feel like it felt amazing every time I look back and think oh I'm so glad that I was courageous and bold to take a step out and do this And I'm I'm sure both of you guys would feel the same way eh? about like just about the times when you pursued a certain goal and you went for it and it was absolutely glorious, you know. And I want to feel like, I feel like I want to go back in time again and flip the coin a little bit and talk about um, a time when you weren't so intentional and I don't want to say missed out because I'm sure that there's no way that you can miss out because there's always a chance to catch up. But when was a time when you weren't so intentional and it wasn't so purposeful? Maybe Andy can go. (laughs) Can
1: go. I had quite a long period of unintentionality, I suppose. Uh, when, When I came back from Canada, I was coaching rugby in Canada for a couple of years. We came back and I... Started a painting business, painting houses. And when I reflect back on that question, when I wasn't intentional for six to eight years, I was just going to work painting. There was no real kind of drive or anything to work towards. I was—I wouldn't say living from paycheck to paycheck, but I was just going to work. And yes, I was coaching rugby uh, as well. So I mean, I had that, but there was there was no real thought process as to where this was going it was just a job Uh, I kind of enjoyed doing it I was working for myself so I kind of had my own time but when I look back on that that was a period where I just was drifting through life really Mm. unambitiously and you know it wasn't till that came to an an end and another opportunity arose that I started to think I need to be a little bit more intentional about what I'm doing and where I'm going so Mm. um yeah that, was, yeah, that was a yeah, six you. or eight period of uh, unintentionality. Mm.
2: Wow. What about you, Ange? I actually feel the same with Andy, but um, more of a period between um, when I started uni to maybe, that, to maybe the end of my uni year, like my last year of pharmacy. Like, I just felt like I was um, – I didn't even know why I was going to university. Like, mm. I received a scholarship. And I thought that was a sign to go, but I didn't really understand. I just thought that was the end goal for everybody. Like, I didn't, like, no one in my family went to university, so I just thought, you know, this is huge to be able to go. Um, but it was just like, oh, I've got to go because I've got a scholarship. But there was no real purpose behind it. It was just like, I'm going because my friends are going, and that just seems like what should, everyone should be doing after high mm-hmm. school rather than thinking what do I really want to do, like, What do I want to achieve? What feels right for me? It was just... I did that for a few years, actually. Mm. I did sports science my first year because I didn't even know how to enrol in university. Like, Mm. you know, I was completely... It was so new to me. No one else around me in my family knew the process of getting in. So I ended up going to university for the first day and then not having any classes. It was so um, messy and it was actually... It was quite emotional because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Mm. And everyone around me seemed like they knew why they were there. Like, oh, yeah, I'm here to say this, or I'm here because I want to do this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, everyone knows what they're doing, and I'm just – I don't even know why I'm here. Um, Mm. But I did enjoy uni, though. I really enjoyed um, my experience. I just don't think I was doing it intentionally for the first few years. Um, I enjoy learning. That's what I love to do, and I enjoy – Um, meeting new people but i just didn't know why i was there in the first place so Mm. yeah
0: wow that's beautiful thank you so much for sharing Mm. both of you because it's so powerful um the drifting through life for you andy like the the painting job and the coaching and um very powerful to hear um I don't know if we we always have to go through a season where we have to drift. Like, is it something that we have to go through so that when we are not drifting, we realize it's a great thing? Or has anyone existed that never drifted in life, always knew what they're doing, on point, purposeful, happy, clappy? I have no idea if any such person exists. Because your story, Angelica, as well, like with uni – not knowing where you're heading and why you're there and the whole like roller coaster of emotions. And I'm sure like, I mean, I relate to your um, um, thing because story because I went to pharmacy school because that was what my family wanted me to do. And I actually Mm. didn't really want to do it. Um, Also had a scholarship and I was told pharmacy is a great, university i mean auckland's a great university and it is like it's it is a great university but I, we i really just love the whole hanging outs with friends <laughs> it wasn't just like yeah and i don't really enjoy um particularly the chemistry or the um all the labs <laughs> um and but i think I was, to some extent, I was happy that I belonged to, to a degree of sorts. Mm. Um, and I didn't know this at the time, but I think pharmacy now is kind of acting as a great buffer, as a great way to a- enter into new roles um, when I feel like that I want to do that. Although I wouldn't want to particularly do that because I'm more interested in media and storytelling. Like, if I'm not telling a story, like, I'm telling your story right now and and Andy's. And if I'm not doing that, I feel I'm dead. And this is what we need to unpack. This is what we need. We owe this to ourselves, right? We have to find what is it that makes us tick and helps us to reach the potential that we have in us. And I think, I don't know if we'll ever reach our potential ever. I I don't know if we ever will. There's... until the day you die, you're probably still thinking, "How can I be better at this?" <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys agree, or do you think, "Oh yeah, you uh, you reach a potential, then that's it?"
1: No, absolutely. I think you know every day we can be better versions of ourselves, and you're quite right. I don't think we ever arrive. We'll never reach our potential, but you know we can die trying, and I think that's the. Mm. The, the key is, yeah. you know, working every day to to get a little bit better and, and to reach and fulfill our purpose that we were designed for.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, for me, when mm. it comes to a time when I wasn't so intentional was actually relationships. Like I wasn't so intentional about nurturing healthy dating life and putting an effort into growing a relationship. And I actually had a mindset, which is probably comes from my background and Middle Eastern. <laughs> and that is, no, no, a great guy will just go to descend from heaven and <laughs> show up. And that's going to be there. Like, you're not going to have to do anything at all. You just sit there, sit tight, and they'll just come. Well, they didn't. So ladies out there who are single, please go out and do some dating and get to know yourself before it's too late. <laughs> it's never too late anyway. But, um... I, I had to work on this, and well, actually now um, I've realized the last several years that relationships actually yeah take time, and I need to grow in the areas of dating, and I need to get out there and date and meet different people and learn about myself and um, meet lots of different people and figuring out, I have a type at the back of my head, is this type actually right, or... Am I, see? Am I suited for someone who is good for me? And um, I don't know, like I don't know my type. And actually, I realize I actually don't know my type to be honest. So um, I've learned so much, and I read books, and yeah, I mean, um, I'd love to spend the rest of my life, obviously, with someone who's um, greats and have good friendships and love each other and all that. But that doesn't happen. It doesn't just happen. It actually has to be intentional. Unless you're like some sort of like amazing, really, like, I don't know, coming from Cinderella land who like he just shows up and he is just like, hello. Um, I don't know. It doesn't, yeah, love at first sight. I don't know. Do you guys believe in that stuff? <laughs> Um, G- getting off topic here, no, but it's I probably to- hard for me to
1: say because I've been I've been married for thirty four years nearly, and so I got married when I was twenty one. Um, so uh, I met. Actually, met Lynn at a youth group function. So you know, it was a lot different back then of meeting people. We we physically met. There was no digital world, and so you know we society got out and did a lot more things and so you're able to meet a lot more people through youth groups or mm. churches or rugby clubs or or things like that so i i don't know i think it was easier and you had to put yourself out there a lot more whereas today with the digital world it's a lot harder and people hide behind a screen and then they find it difficult to communicate and mm. i just think it's, a, it's really different and you know you can't say one's better than the other because they're just different we live in a different world mm. so you've got to navigate that and and think how do I put myself out there and but I, I think Mina you know write a list of what you want you know it's not about what's my type but <laughs> seriously you know we talk about personal growth and we talk about visualization and so when we visualize what we want write a list of the traits you want and and you'd be surprised that when we put that out there Prince Charming will fall out of the sky and he will turn up yeah
0: so he will fall out of the sky okay that's interesting yeah to hear, yeah yeah. <laughs> and
1: yeah, yeah As long as you're going to all those um those uh, singles events and going to events and meeting, you'll meet Prince Charming when you talk to him. Um <laughs> But I look I think expectation, that's my word for this year, is having an expectation mm-hmm. for everything. And I think, you know, with relationships, if you are looking for a relationship that Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright, then write a list of the qualities that you want. And you know, you may not you may not get everyone, but you'll probably hit 90% of them. And so, yeah. once again, you know, when we write our goals down, write those things down, the written word is really, really powerful. You know, put it on your wall. and When you go to bed at night, he's going to have this trait, this trait, this trait, and this trait. So I uh, yeah. recommend that as a good strategy to put it out there in the universe. Yeah.
0: That's it, ladies, single ladies out there. This is the um, ultimate guide to finding a man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right, yeah. And, and, and even for guys, because guys, you know, Girls think, oh, this guy's going to come up to me and you know he'll ask me out. But typically, guys really struggle with that asking. You know, we're 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 scared we're going to get rejected, and you know it's like, oh, it takes a lot of courage for a guy, for most guys, to ask a girl out. So, mm. girls, don't be afraid to um, make the first move.
0: Mm. Mm. That's another misconception I had back in the day with um, my um, upbringing is that. Girls never make a, I think this is like a Middle mm. Eastern thing, that girls never make a first move. And actually, cause that's because guys always did it. But perhaps I was living in a more, more of a sheltered family. I'm not too sure. But anyway, uh, off topic here. But Angelica, um, I want to hear from you because I know um, you have lots of wisdom to share <laughs> in this area. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about dating or relationships anymore i think i want to hear from you uh, what are the three things that you would tell your younger self um about being intentional that you would have loved to have when you were younger Uh, what would be three things that you would advise yourself
2: i would have said what are intentions what Mm. is it how to do it and why it's important Um, Mm. because I would have just not known what the hell I'm talking about. So I would need to know how to practice it, why I'm doing it, and why. I think the important bit is why I'm doing it. It's like about creating your reality and what you want and you create what you are. So that's what I would want to tell my younger self Um, Mm. so I could actually go out and do it because I need to be told how to do it, (laughs) what book to read.
0: Yeah. So, um, Andy, what about you?
1: Uh, Three things for me. I like that, Angela. I like to be told how to do things too. You know, I don't like to try and create that. It's like, just tell me what to do, how to do it, and then I'm good to go. Uh, Three things I tell my younger self, because that would be going back quite a few years now. Um, Mm. Find a mentor Mm. that would encourage me. And I think, Mm. you know, when I look back to 19, I, I did get introduced to personal growth, but I never had anyone that mentored me and and kind of showed me how to navigate life. Mm. And so I think that would be something I would tell. The other thing I think would be to financially, I suppose it's to do with mentoring is find a mentor that could mentor me financially and become savvy around that things because, you know, look back, I didn't necessarily make great, Financial decisions we were young and things and traveled, so I could have done that better. And so, I think having that sort of education is would be really, really useful. And the last thing would be probably to take more risks, mm. you know, and I don't want to say throw caution to the wind, but just try something because you know, we know. Uh, you know, failure is not failure. Failure is just an excuse or an opportunity to learn. So I, I think for myself, being introverted at try more things, put myself out there, mm-hmm. uh, forget the fear of failure or the fear of rejection and just take the risk. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the worst that could happen? So, mm-hmm.
0: I love that. And um, I love, um, Angelica, how you mentioned that you have, like, you organize things, like you organize your thoughts and you, what you want what you want how you want why you want actually why you want is the biggest mm. you know because it's the why that really fuels our everything else um like you love your your child because you why why do you love your child because he's like your life he's your your own flesh and your own blood and it, it doesn't make sense if you don't love Him. So, and then you're like, okay, so what do I do to love him? And then how do I love him? But you always Mm. start with why. And there's a great book by um, Simon Sinek, if you guys heard about it, called The Start With Why. Have you guys heard of it? Heard about it? It's a great Mm. book. Um, Yes, which I've read halfway through, but uh, it's a great book that really helps us to focus on the why. And with Andy, I was thinking great lists. Um, a mentor is definitely on my list as well. Someone to teach you things. It's I, I really firmly believe now that anything is possible to those who believe and be mentored. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so important. <laughs> I'm gonna add that to the to the tagline because for me, the three points I would advise my younger self that I'm actually working on right now is. Laser focus, that's what I mentioned before. Laser focus and being balanced and being disciplined. Like, I wish someone back in the day was like, Mina. Um, And like, continue to tell me that in a way that made sense to me at the time. Focus um, on one thing, because I love shiny objects and I just like follow everywhere and get excited about 50 projects and end up doing none. And this happened um, in my life. So now I'm more like, okay, I've got 50 projects. I want to do just the one or two <laughs> because everything else can wait. Balance because I always thought that I just need a career or I always thought that I just need the family or I just needed a relationship or I just needed to study or I just needed to live this in particular city. And I'd focus on just that and all of a sudden I'm not happy and it's not going well because I've sort of neglected the other parts of my life and really caused me a heartache actually because I realized I'm I'm such a – I want to be always all well-rounded, balanced person where everything is as much possibly balanced as possible. So like there's there's always like community, there's always – mentorship there's always a career there's always like you know like i don't know if that makes sense but i'm sure it, hopefully it makes sense <laughs> but balanced life is so key especially when it comes to exercise as well and lifestyle and, and yeah having like passion and like just the right amount it's like the perfect recipe but there's no such thing as perfect but there's as good as you can get recipe so for me that being balanced is um very important and also discipline yeah it's hard it's hard to yeah that's self-explanatory but yeah having getting a mentor to help me do that is really key and that's what i'm actually doing now is eyeing all these people who like can be mentored <laughs> and making sure that um yeah if someone wants to be mentored then i'm there for them because i've always want to be there for someone and other people um in the right time will be able to to help me out yeah mm-hmm. So, um, it's a great
1: thing. It's yeah. a great, the mentor thing, Mina, is yeah. the great thing about it is it keeps you accountable. And because, mm. you know, we, we can't do life on our own and, and it's too yeah. hard. And we try, you know, we're going to be intentional, we're going to do this and that. But when you do it on your own, it's actually really difficult because we get distracted, we get off course. So mm-hmm. having someone in your corner that can cheer you on and hold you accountable is just so, so valuable.
0: And that's why um, personal trainers never go extinct. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah yeah. i i I don't i don't go to the gym but when i do it's always with a personal trainer because i don't have the discipline to do it on my own Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i need someone waving that stick
0: (laughs) i just (laughs) i just started personal training and um it's so different isn't it it's just so different i'm actually doing the work (laughs) well um I I actually loved this um, conversation, and before we end it, um, I want to do I want to establish a, tradi- a tradition where maybe we can do like the highlight of the week. Um, and I know this is going to put you on the spot because I didn't tell you about this, but Andy, what's what one highlight, one one thing that you really enjoyed this last week? So this Angelica, I'm giving you time to think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: So, any any win for you or any highlight for you that um, you really enjoy? Want to share with our listeners?
1: Yeah, highlight for me this week was this week I've been quite disciplined, and I'm working on that as well. Is is trying to be intentional, uh, very disciplined with what I do, and. I guess a win for me is I was quite productive in what I wanted to achieve. And so I sort of write down each day what my key things I want to do. And it's not a lot, just one or two. Mm. But my win was I had a really productive week. And even though I wasn't busy working eight hours a day, Mm. I was productive with the time that I was working. And so that, that was a great win for me. I felt like I achieved something this week. Mm. Whereas other weeks I feel like I haven't really achieved much. So what have I done today? But, yeah. but this week was uh, a good productive week. That's and great. I I don't like the term, I'm busy because we can be busy doing nothing. And so it's like, was I productive today?
0: I love that. I hate mm. the word busy. I can't stand it. I tried to avoid mm. it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. And um, what about you, Angelica?
2: Um. I managed myself better this week like I guess it's the same as being disciplined I um my intention was to exercise like at least 30 minutes a day for five days and I've done four days so far I just need to do one more day um yeah because I kind of got off I was off exercise for a while so Mm -hmm. I just set the intention I've been eating really well um just to get my energy levels up and Mm -hmm. I'm really actually happy with the consistency rather than just like one highlight I'm actually happy with how consistent I've been with um my daily practice of Mm. all that stuff um alongside work so yeah, yeah um I've been focusing on myself like my physical being my physical well-being um yeah and I'm quite happy with that so
0: cool well my one thing is has to be starting a new nutritional diet um that um uh, a personal trainer is helping me do that uh so i that's why i was saying personal trainers will always be in, uh, available because we need them and so i am um, i'm very thankful for this week because this is the first week where i actually followed a whole plan without any kind of changes and i so he would like give me what i eat tell me what i eat and how much of it and just to have have a balance and. Um, Eating the right things at the right time. Um, so very proud of myself I actually did it. So (laughs) then unlimited weeks to go. (laughs) Until I die.
1: Fantastic. (laughs) We have to start somewhere. And you know, it's about it's about doing it, you know, and doing it little by little. And you know, it's the consistency Mm. is the challenge, but the key isn't it of doing everything as being intentional, but doing it consistently. Mm.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, and so we want to, um, just to conclude, I just wanted to say thank you so much for both for you, for you both for coming to the show. And it's been such a lovely, um, discussion and there's so much to talk about. Hey, <laughs> uh, we need five hours, but we don't have five hours, but we will hopefully have you guys both again. And, um, Uh, continue to unpack and work on all these little different things in life but i'm so excited about next week's episode because we will continue to talk about the reaching your fullest potential on this earth and no doubt you want to do that but also um how are you going to do that and we will guide you through it um we need to grow and season four was about growth season five is all about helping you how to do it. So uh, join us next week as I have a new guest um, where we will talk about just that. It will be a surprise topic. And um, I do encourage you again to get that book, Um, John Maxwell, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Invaluable Growth, yes. And have an intention this week. Have an intention, set an intention, talk to someone about your intention and be accountable to somebody and not just live through life passively and don't just don't let just drift away with the waves because uh, you only have one life. Don't waste it. And anyway, um, I won't be talking too much. <laughs> um, actually, one last thing I want to remind everybody is to head over to the Mina Amso Network Facebook private group where it's being set up and we are going to have real life discussions because that is so important to reaching your fullest potential. To reach the potential is to listen, to learn, to have your, um, apply it to your situation and then actually discuss it with other people. And so head over to the Facebook page if you like to, a group to do that. Finally, um, get out there and make a difference. Don't just sit on the couch. <laughs> thank you so much for for listening, and thank you, Andy and Angelica, for yeah coming coming uh, on the show for the first episode. Thank you. No,
1: my pleasure. It's been fun.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? If you enjoyed it so much, would you please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts? Because that would really help get the message out. We also want to continue talking potential with you and discuss it. So you could head over to our Facebook private group and keep the conversation going. That is very important in reaching one's fullest potential, which is to listen, to think about your own situation, and discuss it with other people on the same page. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Until next week, Hayrira!